Happy New Year to everyone. I hope your New Year's resolutions are coming true already in this first week of the brand new year. Why are you looking like you're disgusted with what I'm saying? I'm not disgusted with what you're saying. I'm confused with what you're saying. Why? When are you this beacon of hope and inspiration? Because I had nothing else to say, so let's try and be positive. Okay. Plus, everything in the world is going to shit. Well, that's not necessary. That's not true. I, I mean, everything's true. been shitty for a while. <laughs> uh, should you just accept in life that everything is just always going to be kind of fucked? That's what I... I don't know about accepting it because that's just giving in. Is that can going to burst? It looks like there's a hole in the top. There's not a hole in the top. No, it's all good to go. I don't think that's all good. It's fine. And if it does, it's good camera or good film. And you are saying all kinds of good <laughs> things. footage. That's the one I'm looking for. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give me the poop. Don't give me poop. I'm not giving you poop. Don't give me poop. I just would not have expected you to start being so positive, so I was just surprised. I thought it was going to turn around and that you were going to say something like ridiculous I by hope, the end of it. I hope that all your New Year's resolutions don't come true because That's they're, not what I meant. they're bullshit. They're all bullshit. You're all horrible people, and you'll never get any better. You shouldn't say that. <laughs> This That's is right true. directly over your face. When you're looking at me? Mm-hmm. What if I do this? Uh, well, there's no way that's comfortable for you, so that's ridiculous. <laughs> I, can, I lean back the whole time. Watch this. Uh, All right. If you're happy with that, I'm I guess. I'm not happy with it. Watch this. I don't think any of this needs to happen right now. It does because it's going to annoy me. Oh, goodness. You want to start back from the beginning? No. Are you sure about that? I don't know what was wrong with it. I didn't say anything was wrong. I'm saying what's wrong right now. This is terrible. How about that? You can see me better now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Boom. Fixed. Podcast. Keep going. I refuse to start it over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, I have extra pants on. Why? And it's making me real hot. And this jacket's making me real hot. Yeah, you're getting red. Er, I got this more red. big fucking hat on. I don't know why I'm all bundled up, sitting in front of these lights like a dummy. You didn't Extra go... Extra lights this time. You didn't go golfing today, so I don't know why you're all bundled. Goddamn shame, too. Because you're in that room, there's no heat back there? No, I think it's because I wanted to go pick up food. And you needed two pairs of pants to go pick up well, food? Well, pa- the pair of pants I was wearing previously... I did not want to be seen in oh, public with. Oh, sweatpants Sam. I'm sweatpants Sam. Yeah, SPS. You're allowed to do that. You're at home. Uh, yeah, at home I am, mm-hmm. but I forgot to take them off, but not outside. I would never put a pair of pants over another pair of pants, but I'm a fat piece of shit, so I don't think I could. Everyone can put a pair of pants over a pair of pants. It's hard. Especially if we got you some MC Hammer pants. Whoa, 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 whoa. I wouldn't have any extra space around the waist or anything, just in the genitalia region. No space around the waist? It's Mm. almost rhymed. Almost. Welcome to the podcast. It's the Couple of Critics podcast. Welcome to the podcast. I am Michelle. I am Sam. I'm monotone Michelle. And I am non-monotone Sam. Come on and hit the note with me. Beautiful. I hear my wheeze-ass fucking lungs. My asthmatic lungs. Your wheeze-ass <laughs> lungs? 
Do you, does asthma never leave? You were asking the wrong person. Have you ever had lung problems, Michelle? No, never. <coughs> never had pneumonia. My, I've got good lungs. You got good lungs? Ask my doctor. You got good stock in lungs? I'm, I'm too stocky, and I've got good lungs. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, what do we do on this podcast? Uh, we drink water uh, at the worst times when someone's asking you what oh, you do. It so was, It was almost rhetorical. I was just going to go with it, but then... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, usually I'm the one who goes it's, into it. It's true. I was going to say, but I'm not good at it. Usually Michelle explains it a lot better. It sounds like we haven't done this in a while. Why? Because of the conversations that we're having. This just sounds rusty. I'm fine with it. Okay. I think you're two in your head on this one. This is the same bullshit I do all the time. Okay, maybe I am too in my head. It's been a weird time. Yeah. Do you talk about that? Or do you put that in the... There are certain things that I probably shouldn't talk about. <laughs> so I won't. All right. Good, but good call. we are a couple of critics. We are two people who are married. And we have usually differing tastes in things, I would say. So the whole idea of the podcast is that we share bits of media with each other, albums, movies, what have you, and we review it for you. We talk about it. We share our opinion. None of it should be taken as fact. Yeah, I mean, just we're we're two we're two clods. We're two clods. We're goddamn clods. We are clods Who of talk dirt. In a microphone. <laughs> clods of. Did you ever have uh, what do you call them? Dirt mud pies. D- dirt fights when you were a kid where you run out in the fucking rain and throw mud at each other? Uh, no. I feel like this may have happened. This conversation may have happened on the podcast before, but oh. I'm not sure. But I have never done that. I did go outside once after a shower and after it rained and kind of like was playing in a ditch and not like with my hands, but like with a stick and stuff. And I wasn't getting too nasty. And then my sister... Grabbed handfuls of it, I think, and maybe my brother as well. And I ended up having to take another bath. And we didn't have like a shower. It was only a bath. So I had this just stinky, nasty, sticky mud in my hair and stuff. And I'm just laying down in a tub. They put it in your hair? Oh, they threw it at me. Okay. Like a lot. Oh, okay. I was covered. I didn't know what the end of the story was. Oh, yeah. I just didn't go. They clobbered you with clods of mud? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What cuts? <laughs> eh, siblings are sometimes assholes. I don't think I ever had a dirt fight. The only thing I remember is sliding down a piece of wood and a nail ripped my asshole. I know that doesn't have anything to do with mud. What? It has nothing to do with mud. Or a sibling. Uh, no, no, he wasn't there either. He just wanted to tell that story. But for some reason, you tell that story. I was like, yeah, that one time I slid down a piece of wood and cut my ass. Like right near the hole. One time I hung off the banister at the last house that we lived in or that I grew up in mostly. Okay. And uh, it wasn't, not a banister, it was outside. It was like a column thing. Column. And it wasn't very sturdy. Oh. And so I fell backwards into the bush and sliced my side and have a scar still. Is it the for the front area? Yes. I know what you're talking about. Of, not of my body, though. It was the side of my body, front of the house. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we're here to talk it's beautiful. About, I think it is. I think ripping my asshole, you getting covered in mud, 
And third story that I can't remember now. That was just told. The, one, the most recent where I fell into a bush and cut my side. <laughs> the and then my two friends who I were hanging out with, their parent came to pick them up while I went upstairs and was taking care of myself. So I came back down and no one was there And they were just anymore. gone. <laughs> God, I've always been a fucking loser. <laughs> <clears throat> Michelle, no. Oh, no, you stupid bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're here today to talk about a movie. Uh, chose it last episode with Jimmy. Uh, you he, did. In the middle of the episode, I decided that this was going to be the movie. And that movie is Ridley Scott's 1979 Alien, starring Sigourney Weaver herself. What a beautiful lady. So let's... Oh, you mean that Donnie Osmond-looking lady? I think you nailed it when she looked like Donovan at one point. And, yeah, I yeah, I do have the note. I She's never not. realized how much Sigourney looks like Donnie Osmond, later looking more like Donovan. I'm not saying any of that that she's ugly, so don't take that as it is. She just looks like Donovan. <laughs> no, I don't think she's ugly either. I just... It's the length of her hair. Oh, yeah, it's short. And she just has that Donovan face. I don't know what to tell you. It's a, uh, you can see a lot of skeletal structure. One bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. What's that? It's a song by the Osmonds. Oh, please do it again. Come on, I want to jam. One bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. Oh, <laughs> give it just one try before you give up on love, girl. I loved it. <laughs> so, you... I have, have never seen this movie that's what before. I was yes, but you actually have, and you just don't remember it. I suppose that I probably wasn't paying close enough attention. No, you watched it once with me because I only saw this movie not so long ago. Like, you know, ten years ago. But as a guy who loves horror and things that kill things, I probably should have seen this when I was like, I don't know, 14 at least. I mean, other people were watching this shit when they were like 12. I had friends that were into aliens, had all the action figures. This was a time when like Terminator 2 had action figures. Mm-hmm. And like uh, movies that probably shouldn't have action figures for kids had action figures like Aliens and Alien where it's, you know, it's death, baby. Death, death, death. Yeah, but it's America. Yeah. That was a good time. Seeing naked bodies... That's so taboo, even though that's that happens. But look at all this bloodshed and murder and cars <laughs> flipping over. And <laughs> it's America, folks. I like it. It's just how we do it. This is how we do so it. So do you have a list of the the cast in front of you from this movie, Alien? In a way. Because I went through <clears throat> the first time I watched this for no apparent reason and made ridiculous versions of each person's name. Okay. So how do you want to go through this? Because I'm very excited to hear what you've got. That's why I didn't know if you had it in front of you and could uh, well, all right, read off got... the list. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people. You got seven? Two, three, four. Yeah, that works. All right. Sigourney Weaver playing Ridley. What all you right. got for me? She and I know I told you this before, and you were like, Ooh, Sigourney. And I didn't go that route. Okay. I am keeping, I'm only changing one name, was the route that I took because okay. I didn't want to be too ridiculous because there's one name what could have been super ridiculous. So I'm just going with Sigourney Beaver. It's Sigourney the easiest. Beaver. It's the easiest. You almost see it in the movie. Yeah, you do. That was my next guest. I was guest. That was my next 
guess I was going to say Sigourney Beaver. Okay. Now let's see. My next one I'm choosing. Okay. Is Harry Dean Stanton playing Brett? Interesting, because that's the next person who I have, and that's all Harry Dick Stanton. Harry Dick Stanton. Harry Dick Stanton. Like, it's it's Boner. Is that what you said? Nope, because okay. I'm changing one name. It's, uh, in all of them. And each one just okay. gets one right, change. Right. Next, I've got Yafet Koto. Oh, Yafet Choto. <laughs> playing Parker. <laughs> I feel like I should be writing these down. You're just going to have to correct me throughout the podcast. All right, let's see. I've got John Hurt next. Oh, Dong Hurt? Dong Hurt. (laughs) He's playing old... Fuck, I don't remember his name in this movie. Oh, I have it right. Kane. Uh, Yeah, he's Kane. Kane. He plays Kane. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ian Holm playing Ash. Pian Holm. Pian Holm. (laughs) Love it. All right, I've got Veronica Cartwright. This is the one where it would have been too repetitive, so I went with Veronica Cunt Cartwright oh. instead of Veronica Cunt Cuntwright. <laughs> it's still sharp as a tack when you say it. It's a nice word. Cunt. Veronica Cunt. And, uh, well, I mean, I've got two more people that starred in this movie, but... I'm going to say the only one you've got one. left is Tom Skerritt. Oh, you mean Tom Skirt Dick? <laughs> Skirt Dick. <laughs> All right, I'm going to see what you come up with live because you did not <clears throat> look up the man who plays the titular alien, the xenomorph, in this movie. Is that one man named Balaji Badeo? Okay, I see that. Well, there actually, as far as IMDb goes, there are two other. People listed as well. There's a fucking second. There's a mother's voice. I have a picture of a mother. Okay. And then another uh, uncredited alien named Eddie Powell. Okay. So I'm going to say for Balaji Badejo. Uh huh. I've got one. Okay. Blow me Badejo. Oh. Oh. Is that good? Are we going to move on? It's just that I have to come up with something on the fly, and this is not an easy name. <laughs> no. Balaji Badejo? I know, I know. Like, what the fuck are you giving me right now? <laughs> um, well, I brought him up because that guy is like a legend. How of about this I movie. say Balaji Fandango, and that's not it. sexual at all? It is when uh, Ted Nugent talks about it. Uh, Wango Zitango. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Okay, you want to talk about Alien? You want to get into this? I do want to get into this. And I want to start with the slow fucking movie title reveal. Jesus Christ, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever seen something take so long. It's the word alien. It doesn't, you don't, it doesn't need to be that long. And I think it's stupid (laughs) because it's, the letters are like, they're not turned backwards, they're turned like sideways. So, like, the alien. Because they turn around at different times. Just looks like alien. It's stupid. Okay. I don't like it. (laughs) I'm going to start off by saying, uh, I love the classic (laughs) credit introductions of the slow alien fade in. I just think it takes... While they put up the actors' names It just takes way too fucking long to expose the word alien. True, but they're using it at the same time to put up actors' names and stuff. It's a credit scene. I understand what's happening. I think it's to just 
Yeah, I don't. It's stupid. It's not stupid. I was just being ridiculous. I loved it, but it. I do think that it's. It just takes too long. I just thought it was slow as hell. Slow as hell. I've got to bring up during these credit scenes. There is a name that comes up that says screenplay by a man named Dan O'Bannon. Now, technically, the name Dan O'Bannon should ring a bell in your head. Yeah, was he indicted because he worked for Trump early in his <laughs> Just kidding. That's him. That's Steve Bannon. That's, him. That's a joke. He- I liked it. Uh, Dan O'Bannon wrote and directed a movie we have covered on this podcast. A movie called Return of the Living Dead. The man that wrote and directed that movie wrote this goddamn movie the fucking web connections never stop when it comes to hollywood or the spider all right <laughs> jesus uh. christ oh, i'm glad you took an extra long drink i know i took, it, I took a long drink for effect <laughs> i threw that horrible it's not weird in. though because these movies feel diametrically opposed return of the living dead is such like a wild party thing it's also really, I don't know, I don't think so, because I picked up on how dirty I think this movie looks. It's very dirty. And it's dark, and it's dingy, and my next note that I have here that doesn't make sense to me is that, and maybe I just, I'm not a big sci-fi person, which is yeah. why I think that this movie is definitely something that falls into the category of you and I don't always have things that match up. Because like I would never go out of my way to watch the movie Alien on my own. This is one of those things where I would be like, isn't it cool? And you'd go, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not its not necessarily that. It's just that I don't have that natural interest in sci-fi stuff usually. And I think I said that recently on the podcast. Yeah. If it is some sort of thing that I have to suspend disbelief in or, which I don't think that's necessarily the case in this movie. Um, but it's just hard for me to go into any sort of fantasy anything, even though I still, I also don't think I would categorize this as that, but, uh, the ship isn't fucking smooth and everything else that flies in the world and in time and in other things, the surfaces are are like smooth. It just makes sense. It's aerodynamic. I do not understand very i mean i kind of get it because of what it is because it's it's you said it's like a space train a space it's like a space semi-truck they are uh they're towing in a big uh supply of minerals precious minerals or metals or something like that from some probably asteroid mining thing they're basically space truckers and uh but this is a t- like you're saying it's dirty and stuff, and then you would think it'd be clean and stuff. Or at least I think I feel like the surface would be smoother. Yeah. As far as just talking about the actual like ship that they're in itself, it just seems it's not very aerodynamic. And if you are spending that much time in space, it just seems like that is something that would be taken into consideration. It's just also something that the 80s and the 70s didn't get right for a while about the future. That's they that's s- what I was going to say. In the 70s, things were clunky and brown. So the future was still clunky and brown. Mm-hmm. Now, I love it. I prefer it this fucking way. I hate mm. clean space shit. That's what like Prometheus ends up being. It's more clean and like well, I just mean even a fucking sh- airplane. Like yeah, yeah, you, you just yeah, yeah, don't yeah. see things that look like that. No. And that- I don't even understand <laughs> what the ship 
really even looks like. I understand what the little drone ship that leaves later to go down to the planet looks like. And it has like feet that come out. So that yeah, kind of makes I sense. Understand it is, that thing. It's more of like. That one looks like a plane. It's more like a, a jet. rectangle. Like, but it's like a, I don't know. It looks more like a tanker, I guess. But the, but the big Nostromo, the actual big ship, it just looks like some weird, it's got like towers on it and stuff. So, but it's space, man. It doesn't have to fly. It's in free fall. It doesn't have to be aerodynamic. It just has to have boosters on it so it goes whatever direction they need it to go. Aerodynamic does not matter. I don't believe you. Why? There's no air. Aerodynamic doesn't need to be there. Ah, uh, but still you're entering and exiting other like atmospheres. No, they're not. Never. Uh, until they get that dropship that they go down to the other atmosphere with that looks more like a plane. But where are they returning to? Nostromo, which doesn't look like a plane and is in space, baby. So they just live in space. They're not returning to a planet or anything. They are. And I bet the entrance to a planet on the Nostromo might be rough because it looks like a big clunky piece of shit. But That's all I mean. I just I feel like that is surprising because they were space was so big at this time in the world, which is one I why I think all these like alien movies and things were built and oh, all these like, like these you mean like popular yeah okay. like what was happening in in the world as far as space exploration and things and going to the moon and you know orbiting the earth and things like that that hadn't been done they were really big and in Star like Wars the 60s and 70s and all of that so well yeah so i feel like all of that that this people really leaned into space things more and the what ifs and things and it just seems that if there were things that were already taking place, it's weird to me to choose and decide. Because, I mean, usually things are like metal and there's like a shiny aspect or they're white or whatever from what we're used to seeing. And in this movie, it's just so inside, outside. Everything's just so dark and, yeah, clunky. I guess that's a good yeah, that's it, a good way to say it. rules. <laughs> it's just weird. It makes you feel like they are nothing. Like, I have a feeling if you saw like generals or higher or uh, more rich people in this society i bet they would have shinier more aerodynamic vehicles these are the fucking space truckers who get the piece of shit like they're misfits so i think they have misfit materials well and i and it's not regarding the actual outside of the ship but uh as far as the poor lighting on the ship that's something that I've <laughs> I've definitely had an issue with. I think it's really ridiculous. And even like in the room with all the little light bright lights. Mother's control room? Yeah, I sorry, I don't know what the fuck. It's just still usually kind of dim, except for all those yeah. little lights. It's very yellow, it's very dark. Well, and I Shadows. wonder because I watched that now in in the now, in the twenty twenties, and I'm just like, why does this look you know, like so dark and stuff. And now, like when I thought about it, I was like, I wonder if that's just to give you the feeling of how dark it is out in space and how the lights just don't go as far in space when everything around you is just black. That and they're going for atmosphere. They're not thinking necessarily, what would it be in space? They're thinking, we're making a horror movie here. We're basically making Halloween in space. It's so, so it needs to have shadows. It's got to have atmosphere. Now, what really doesn't make sense in the Nostromo is the random places that just leak water 
And there's just like mini waterfalls in some places. Now, those have never made sense to me. Or it's like raining from a part (laughs) inside of the ship and it makes no sense. In in other sci-fi things, it's always been like a cooling tower thing, but they don't say that in this. I assume that's it, but it just seems like a shoddy system and rust would be everywhere. There are multiple times where it just seems like (laughs) they... I get it. Like you're in a... You're the space trash, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, they're going space truck in. There's just no. I don't know. I just kind of lost my train of thought. You're just you just you're used to a clean space. <laughs> and you and this is no, but space. what was the last thing that you said? I don't f- fucking remember. We were talking about something. Oh boy. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, that's cool. Should we just move on? I guess. Well, what are we going to do? Just sit here and wait in it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think we should get to the beginning of the movie. We've seen the spaceship. We talked about the spaceship. It's called the Nostromo. That's the main character of this time, uh, I would say. <laughs> you're they really... Up. You saw, I thought you said you were going to try and make notes and stuff so you weren't going to be breaking it down and make this a three-hour long I'm not going to break it down. I'm going to talk about the crew. The crew has been in suspension, animated suspension, whatever you want to call it. They've just been in sleep. Wow. Didn't that sound like was somebody... Was that you? <laughs> that was my chair. Didn't it sound like somebody yelled? Oh, I thought it sounded like a car outside slammed yeah. on their brakes. I was like, Oh, this so has been very dysfunctional. The, the crew is there. They're getting woken up because a signal, you find out later, Dallas talks about, a signal has been uh, sent, and it is their space duty, and the, they work for Wayland yutani I don't know if you picked this up, Michelle. The company they work for is Wayland yutani Now, they are the villains throughout the whole uh, Alien franchise. Because they don't care about your life. They just want you to, exactly. to work for them and you are expendable. Exactly. So their policy is if there's a beacon out in space of unknown origin, you got to investigate that shit or you're not getting your shares. Which I guess is the shares of bringing back the minerals. Will since you, they're space truckers. Will you do something for me real quick? What? Will you say the word exactly? Exactly. Will you spell the word exactly? <laughs> You always say exactly. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying exactly. This is how I spell it. E-G-G-S. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure. A-C-T-L-Y. Okay, No, thanks. sorry. T-L-E-Y. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just, I didn't mean to be an asshole. E-G-G-S-Z-A-C-K-L-E-Y. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for playing with that. So, yeah, the bad guy is the company that they work for. Absolutely. They've been woken up. they got to investigate this shit. So they're going There's to... There's a weird reading. They don't know what it means. Yeah, and they all think that they've woken up, too, and they're like, we must be near home. You know, because it's the whole thing. is the, It's always in these space movies. Is You go into a deep sleep. You sleep for, like, two years, and then you wake up, and you're back home. That's crazy, because that's not something I'm familiar with at all. That was new to me. Oh, yeah, and you don't watch a lot of space stuff. That happens. Well, I shouldn't say in a lot of space stuff. It happens a lot in the Alien franchise. It has to, because I was going to say, it didn't happen in Armageddon. That's not a space movie. It didn't happen in Apollo 13. That's not a space movie. You're out of your mind. Yes, it is. They went to space. Except for Kevin Bacon. He couldn't go to space. It's an asteroid movie. He couldn't go to space because he wasn't fit for it, right? 
Apollo 13 wasn't an asteroid movie. That was Armageddon, baby. What was Apollo 13? Oh, that was a going to the moon. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I never saw that. Was that Tom Hanks? Yes. yes. There were a lot of people in that movie. You know who's not in this movie? And I'm very disappointed that I had to watch the movie Alien twice. I know, exactly. And fucking uh, Bill Paxton wasn't in it like I thought he was going to be. Don't worry. We'll watch Aliens eventually and you'll mm. get your Bill Paxton. Uh, that's not what I'm asking for. Directed by James Cameron. I love me some Bill Paxton. Yeah, there's a lot of good Bill Paxton in that one. You I, get the most famous quote he's probably ever had. I just thought that he was going to be in this was all. So I'm I was sorry. I was disappointed. At least when you I got Jones the cat. Right? You get to see a pretty orange kitty. I do get to see a pretty orange cat. But if I could have had a pretty orange cat and Bill Paxton. Yeah, that would have been nice. I may have really loved this movie. So we'll have to watch Aliens. Because you get Jones at the beginning and you get some Paxton. Okay. But he never holds the cat. That's too bad. That is too bad. I would have loved it if he held the cat. Speaking of Jones, four different cats used for this fucking movie. To, uh, for Jones. And the Jones in the Aliens? Why? Why did they use different four things. different cats for one movie? Doing different things. Trained for different reasons. And the way they get him to hiss later is, I guess, uh, Ridley Scott brought a German Shepherd into the set and like put him behind like some sort of sheet and then like lifted the sheet. So when the cat would look up and saw the fucking German Shepherd, it'd get a good hiss out of it. But the cat that played Jones in the second one, because they only used one cat for that, because Jones is barely in it. Boo. Uh, at least of three years ago, was still alive. His name was uh, Boris. Hell yeah. When was the second one? When did Aliens come out? That was... I can't be. There's... N- there's no way that's fucking like 30-some years old. I don't know. This guy says his cat was more famous well, than him. Uh, well, the internet says all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sam. So you know what's Did wild? you know the earth is also flat? Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> so they're on their way to the planet. Uh, oh, fuck. I can't believe I can't think of the fucking planet's name right now. Uh, LV-426. They're on the way to LV-426 to investigate this, uh, you know, signal that they're getting. I don't know why they're getting a signal, by the way. It must be from what they find on the planet now that I just said that. But I'm bringing this up. I assume that they were just nearby and that they have, like, they get readings of the areas around them. And they just picked up a signal from a ship that wouldn't normally be in that area. Yeah, but but the ship would have to be sending a beacon. <clears throat> maybe beacon, well, that's beacon sounds uh, that's maybe not necessarily the case in the future maybe not good point future i like that well this wasn't Thinking. the past no it's not unless it's an alternate universe and this was the past anyway uh are they're in the spaceship and by the i wanted to say this they are smoking cigarettes so like much it is smoking. no tomorrow everyone's smoking and they're smoking what looks like cuz there's a scene where harry Dick Stanton is hand rolling them so they wouldn't have filters. So everyone's just smoking rolled cigarettes rolled cig- with no filters. Rolled cigarettes. And Blech. part of me wants it to not be not everyone weed actually. Every once in a while. Most yeah. everyone is. Sigourney never does. Sigourney's not smoking. Fuck no. Because she uh, is a good apple. And <laughs> you can ask Donnie Osmond that. A good apple. So when they're on their way, uh, well, Dallas has already talked. Dallas is the fucking captain. Did you notice when he goes into that room with all the lights 
that you can hear it breathing? No, I didn't. So you walk in, it's like, and he's like, oh, "Mother!" I thought that that was just like staticky sounds. Is like, how I heard that. I think it's supposed to be like it's a uh, actual. What's the word? Uh, uh, AI. Artificial intelligence. Oh, so like Kevin Spacey. Gotcha. Yes, actually. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that because he was in that. No, he wasn't in AI, was he? I don't know. I've never seen AI. He was in... Um, I was referring to that movie with that I can't remember now. It's called Moon. Well, I've it's never heard of this movie called movie. Moon. I've told you about it. I watched it. It has Sam Rockwell. It's a movie where he's the only person in the movie. And he's in space... Hmm. alone and it's fucking wild he just does the whole almost the whole movie is just him and the computer that he talks to is kevin spacey doing Ah, voice so there's a computer element i actually did like that movie but that was more because of sam rockwell's performance not necessarily alien interactions Hmm. continue that sounds does sound interesting except kevin spacey's in it (laughs) Kevin but, Spacey was good. But I'm one of those dudes, I, I don't, I can get over what the monster that they are and still watch the art that the way I didn't. make me feel. Yeah, I can still listen to MJ. I don't know what he was. All I know, he was never convicted. <laughs> You're back on that horse, huh? I'm just saying. <laughs> good luck with that one. Hey. Hey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> So they get to LV426 to check out this beacon. And this is when they've got to take like a pilot ship down to the planet. And it makes no sense to me that they would all go down in this thing. In most movies, you send like six out of eight and two stay on the main ship, Mm -hmm. you know, in case shit goes down and they can fix stuff if they need to. Instead, the entire crew of the Nostromo goes down on this little... What looks more like a aerodynamic plane, but this plane that they or this ship, whatever you want to call it, that they go down in the bottom of it, was some of the most shoddy like sci-fi light bulb attachment I've ever seen. It was like Christmas string lights. It really was, and like most of the time, I really like in like sci-fi movies when you can be like, "Oh, that's a fucking strainer in the back from the kitchen that they just mm-hmm. spray painted gray." I usually love that shit, but this movie. It's, it's, it kind of takes away. It has a budget. This movie had a budget of $11 million. So it's not it's not crazy expensive, but it's not strainers being spray-painted gray. Yeah. So for this to... I don't remember what I was talking about. I was getting mad about strainers. Well, I did put, because they were going down to check it out, Brett actually mentioned that they oh, had the lost a shield. Oh, she did? He did. Brett. Harry Dick oh, Stanton. Sorry. I always get Brett confused with Lambert. Because Lambert is also not a very female name, so. Or doesn't have much of a female face. I don't remember what Lambert looked like in the movie. Uh, she kind of looks like David Bowie. That was the old Veronica Cartwright. Yeah, that's Veronica Cartwright. So, uh, yeah, so Brent, he mentioned that they had lost a shield, which I don't really, I, I don't fully understand. But it seemed like the spaceship that came down should have been much tougher to land on like to just on land on cr- some little moon crazy rocks. atmosphere, you know, like shit's blowing around like crazy on this, and the rocks look look jagged. Looks like a fucked up terrain. I agree with you. I don't think it looks that 
fucked up. I think if it's this seems like it shouldn't have been such a bad landing if it just landed on some moon rocks. Baby, the fucking atmosphere is crazy. Did you see shit blowing around? I don't think that it was the... I don't think that affected it. It just looked like it, it didn't have a soft landing, and it no, seemed it to affect them. Yeah, that's... You go try and land a lander in that kind of atmosphere on LV-426. Do you think the string Christmas lights are what caused the <laughs> fault of that because it just damaged it and freaked out? Everybody was paying attention to how like, it wasn't quite even and it looked like it was uh, going out of line and you just couldn't stop staring at it. So it distracted them and they hit a big rock instead of a small rock. And that's when the shield went down. I always think when they say the shields are down, like are these electromagnetic shields? I don't understand like laser what that shields? means. Was it a physical shield that got knocked off? Yeah, I, it, that part didn't make sense to me. And the landing graphics, this is a part of like, you know, you don't know what future is. That's why doing future movies is hard. You don't know what it's going to be. And you're almost always going to put your fucking foot in your mouth because you don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Except for two... 2001, it seems, a space odyssey. They got a lot of shit right. But the graphics on the screen when they're landing are all like Atari Pac-Man looking graphics instead of like, you know, obviously now everything is so integrated with touchscreen pictures Mm -hmm. and obviously they wouldn't know. It's the 70s, but it's just funny to look at now. Because that was the, that was what they, that was uh, the future That was them. the future. That's why everything them. is like buttons and stuff still and switches and there were so many lights in the mother room because it's all buttons and stuff. Like, I need this many buttons to do this many things. Whereas now it's like, I, I could do this all on a phone. <laughs> you, yeah, you can do, I don't know, 800 things on one phone <laughs> yeah. nowadays. You don't need all these other things. You don't need alarm clocks. You don't need calculators anymore. Okay, so they have landed on LV-426. They are getting ready to investigate. Uh, who goes out on the planet? Kane. Kane, Dallas, and Lambert. Yeah. I don't understand why they're sending Lambert out on it. She seems like the most scared person the entire time. She has no spine. shouldn't say no spine. Seems like you should have been sending. No, because Yafet Kodo and, uh, oh, sorry, what's their names? Yafet Chodo. Yafet Chodo and Harry Dick Stanton. They got to stay on and fix whatever got broken on the landing. That's why they got to stay here so long now. They're going to go investigate this planet and they find the derelict, which in Alien World, Michelle, is iconic. The ship that they find, which I guess is the ship that's sending out the beacon. Now, why is the ship sending out a beacon? I guess it crashed. And this alien needs safety that they find eventually, the space jockey. That's why I wonder how, I mean, because you don't know anything. Obviously, you know things because you've seen more movies well, in the Alienverse. People, but people, it seems like it's almost, it's not like planted, but I don't, I don't know. It's almost like they're sending something out to say, save us. Yeah, people think that the, the future movies ruined this part because they make that space jockey looking thing a big suit and there's a alien in there called the engineer or an engineer and they blah 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 the whole theory is that they were sending a bunch of black goo back to earth because they acts they created humans and they hated us and they were going to send a bunch of black goo to create alien type things to destroy us so it might be the same thing going on with this one too to destroy us but they still need a human body it seems to make those alien things go but if you like other lore 
the theory is I don't you invest you infest the whole planet with the xenomorphs. The xenomorphs kill everything that's on the planet and then eventually starve themselves out and then they're gone and then you can restart the planet. Engineers are like planet seeders, but they're also planet destroyers to then reseed that planet. Fucking nerd train choo choo. <laughs> but we're just gonna say they uh, went to LV-426. They go find the spaceship. They see the space jockey. It looks like something has bursted out of its chest. It's definitely a corpse. Yes. And they're going to go investigate further. It looks like it's been there a long time, too, because it looks like fossilized and mm-hmm. dusty. It looks like you could just poke it and it'd go bang. Yes. Uh, and then they go investigate more, and they find this huge chamber room filled with it, these like uh, eggs. They're gestation pods is what I would call them. Yeah, they are gestation pods. This chamber is fucking huge and I don't know if this is like a matte shot. Do you know what matte shots are? Nope. They used to like paint actual backgrounds to make oh, look okay. like big landscapes mm-hmm. before, you know, digital imaging. Oh, yeah. I think this is a matte shot combined when he's climbing down the ladder to go into the big chamber room. It looks fucking amazing. When I think of mat- a matte shot movie, I would... Like, the movie that comes to mind for me would be, like, Wizard of Oz. Yes. Those are all matte shots and backdrops. and Not rear projection, probably. I don't know if they had rear projection then. I wouldn't think so. But, but I, what do I know? art form that's really cool. And they still do matte shot paintings digitally. But, I mean, it used to be, like, a huge fucking sheet. <laughs> it was really, really cool. But they go find the eggs. This idiot fucking starts playing around with eggs. Now, if you went into this chamber and you saw those eggs, are you going to get that close? Don't you just turn around and go, I found eggs. We're out of here. Uh, do you think they knew that they were eggs? He says they look like eggs. Okay, so they. So that's what's kind of weird because they've never encountered aliens before, but they would know what those pods would look like. I don't think those they know eggs. what's going to go on. He just goes, they look like eggs. But they don't look like eggs unless you know what those are supposed to look like. Like, that's what what is weird to me. Because that didn't look like anything that I, as a human, had ever seen. And these yeah. are human beings, right? Yeah. The people that are on board? Yeah. Yes. The Nostromo crew are humans. They okay. are from Earth, yes. Okay. I don't remember Earth itself ever being discussed. Just that they're trying to get back home to Earth. With the minerals. Because I... The, to get back to the company. The very beginning even has... It says on the screen what they're... Like, what they're doing. Like, what... You know. But it, it just says that they're, like, going home. It doesn't say what home is. Um, you know what? I don't know if they actually do say the word Earth in this movie. I don't think they do. But I'll tell you in the future movies, it is Earth. It is Earth. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Kane, he's fucking around with these... So, yeah, they have to know. If, if he's able to identify it, they've at least... So I mean, it's not crazy that they could have seen pictures in case they ever have to deal with aliens because there is a protocol, a known protocol yeah. that if you encounter anything or if, you know, whatever, you have to check it out. Yeah. That it's more, it's super important. So there had to have been some form of training, I guess, for him to know that. I don't think he knows anything. I think it's just a slip of tongue. He just says they look like eggs because they don't know anything about this species at all yeah i'm just saying they don't look like eggs <laughs> you know the cover it, there's like an actual egg of the movie like the movie poster okay it looks like a real egg and it looks nothing like the what's an actual movie in the actual movie no it's like a fucking it's like a 
seeping tree stump. It's gross. It's nasty looking. And it and, and it's like Kane brown. starts fucking with it, and you see it squirming. Well, first he's like crawling across. Oh, he fucking and he falls. he slips and falls into where they are, and it looked so bad. Like I think the acting. Uh, I was, was gonna say terrible. it looked goofy as shit when he fell in. Yeah, he's like oh, oh, oh. And it's like someone who's <laughs> I don't know not good at falling, which I'm sure a lot of people aren't good at falling, but you're an actor. And that might have been a kid because they did a lot of these space suit shots with kids to make everything look bigger. So the set would look that would have been giant. irritating if a kid made me look fucking stupid. <laughs> a fucking kid can't act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just looked really uh, just ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, he falls into where they are and just walks right up to it and looks at I, it. If I walked into this and room it's like, and I see this layer of mist over things and like a light, it looks like almost a light layer going on too. They do say that that there's yeah, there's a mist. That's right. Which is uh, in my mind, and I'm. Don't know if they confirm this in the future, but it seems like a uh, natural. Don't breach this. Don't go past this because these are like weapons. You could think of the xenomorph eggs as weapons. So they wouldn't have been able to breach that themselves. I think they can't get out of that. But if you go in it, you're fucked. Well, yeah. If they fuck your face and so then like get inside of you. So when the alien that the space jockey is transporting him, I think it's like yeah. We have workers that go around and make sure you're not breaching those goddamn shields. But, of course, Kane breaches that shield. And this shit is gross. And he doesn't just get the fuck out of there yet. He no. goes right up and checks it out. And it's like as pulsating. As soon as something opens up and is like, mm-hmm. I'm gone. Or at least I'm 10 feet back. Not peeking in. And spring- Face huggers are fucking gross. Especially since they're not hugging. They're rapists. I mean, they're hugging your head and then fucking it. <laughs> yeah, I just hugging sounds nice. They're they're face fuckers. They are face, face rapers or facial impregnators. Which these are all designed and everything the spaceship or like the xenomorph spaceship and all that stuff by H.R. Giger. We got to bring up the man H.R. Giger because he's gonna come up, uh, English. He's going to come up in the game. You're later. so excited. I know. I love fucking aliens. <laughs> I love fucking aliens. <laughs> I think we should take a break right now because Kane has the xenomorph. Yeah. That seems soon. We're at 45 minutes. Oh, you poor people. What? That means there's so much left. Yeah, we, can, we can breeze through. Okay. Well, we said that about the last movie and that didn't end up happening, but we'll see. It's going to happen. It, I think we should take a break now. Oh, maybe if I'm going to take a break, I should set up the music that I set up to take the break to. Who is it going to be some Osmonds? It's not going to be some Osmonds. It's going to be a song that I found called Xenomorph by a band called Mesosfera. Jesus Christ. Of course it's going to be Death Metal. We'll be back. Just lick this. And we're going to breeze through this, I fucking swear. Go watch Alien. We're not here to tell you everything about it. We'll be back. I love you. That's some good guitar parts right there. Hold on. Never mind. <laughs> this episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... Hello there. You may know me as Pinhead, but my real name is Herschel J. Pinhead, and I'm here to talk to you about my brand new business, Pinhead's Balls and Pins. 
that's right. I've put away my tools of pain and torture to bring your family a bowling center. Come visit one of our new freshly oiled 12 lanes. Visit our snack bar, where little Stevie would be more than happy to serve you a giant pretzel. I know what you're saying. Pinhead, aren't you into pain, torture, and suffering anymore? Well, of course I am. Can you find anything more torturous than the dreaded 710 split? Oh, I think not, child. So, get your family, get in the fucking van, and come on down to Herschel J. Pinhead's Balls and Pins. Your strikes will be legendary, even in hell. I think that, I think that one was good, Jerry. We're still recording. I was a little off, but it's been a while. I've got to say that I think it jams, man. We're going to go back. Well, I want to go more. Oh, wait. I still like Listen it. Listen to some White Jacksons. It is the White. It's White Jackson 5, for sure. How could make you happy damn, I love those drum tones. Ah, I wish I could get those drum tones. But then again, I don't make music that would necessitate those drum tones. Wait. Yeah. I just want to hear some more of it. <laughs> That's all I needed. Some Sigourney Weaver smiles. Oh, we are back. We're talking about Sigourn. We're talking about Weaves. We're talking about That's the aliens. same person. Huh? That's the same person. I'm sorry. I have a junior mint in my mouth. Junior mints. A candy I've never understood. You don't like Yorks or anything peppermint and chocolate based. I don't understand. because her mom doesn't. Minty things as candy. Delicious candy canes. Uh, okay, that's fine, but like that's like peppermint candy specifically. But I could almost uh, classify that as a mint. This isn't a junior mint. Isn't terribly far from that. It just has some. It's got chocolate all over it. Yeah, it has dark chocolate, and then it bursts open, and it's just creamy mintness. I'm glad you like it. I'm and, glad I do I, too. And people that love things like that, York peppermint patties, and love them, love them. Yeah, you guys are obsessed with not obsessed, but big fans, big fans, delicious. And people that are not Andy's mints, holy shit! Oh, what? Can't do it. Don't like the combo. Didn't I want some chocolate or I want a mint? Not both. Mm, shame, shame, shame upon you. All right, let's get back into this movie, Alien, because I promised. I swore that I was going to breeze through this fucking movie. Well, I wasn't trying to make you feel bad when I brought that up earlier. Well, you did. <laughs> I didn't feel bad. I I definitely don't want to be like... I just didn't want you to fanboy out. Which, you know, I've never wanted to be like just explaining the movie. Might as well just watch the movie. I just want to talk about it in our own fun way. But so one of those babies burst out of one of those pods and fucked Kane in the face. One of those, I love how you put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you think they found them? 
I've always wondered that because the next shot is just them like, you know, getting to the, uh, back to the little ship. And they're like, let us in, let us in. Well, I think that they were at least watching him from afar, right? I mean, they would have had to drag his ass up that big fucking stairwell thing again. So they would have had to have poorly fallen in as well. And how did none of them get face fucked? (laughs) I was just going to say, which then they're breaching the shield. It seems like three people should have been face fucked. And they would have never come back then until they they woke up. Yeah, they just would have stayed there. But actually, I don't know if they would have survived because they would have been out in an environment that I don't think they could have handled if not wearing a spacesuit. You know what I'm saying? Without that facehugger on their face. It's weird because the facehugger like went through Kane's shield I, yeah, I know. and like, it was just like in his uh, helmet. It looks like it had melty powers. You know how like later it's got acid oh. things? It looks like it mucus melted through the shield because... But wasn't the shield just still there again, though? It was, but around it. Like it had melted through in just those sections. Like it seeped through like the uh, thing in Ferngully. I recently watched that huh? as I went to bed. What? The, the, the smog thing? Yeah, it's like an evil spirit that was locked into a tree. And then the bad, evil humans came to the forest to cut down the tree, and they released the evil spirit. Yeah, isn't it uh, voiced by... uh, Oh, I remember looking this up. It's not James Woods, is it? It might be James Woods. No, no, no. James Woods is Hades from Hercules. He is, but he also is just a lot of... It's Tim Curry. Oh, it is Tim Curry. You're right. Yeah, because he's like... You're right. Harm... A smoke monster. That's right. <laughs> that's totally right. So, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, this part of the movie is very interesting. Uh, Ash has been acting weird, too. Like, Do you notice that scene when he's going to like watch them leave to go find all this stuff? He just like stands up and runs in place really fast. I didn't notice that, but he did seem... After watching the movie the first time and then watching it the second time... The way he acts, acts makes a lot more sense. It's a lot more obvious when you find out he's an android. He, he's a he's a robot. A synthetic, as they'll call him in the future. Because he seems very... Because when... Yeah. So they have Kane with the face fucker. And they're like, let us in. And and, and Ripley, Ripley, I couldn't think of her is, name. And, she's protocol central. She's just like, no, there's, there are quarantine rules. You know this. And like she's uh, in charge of the ship when they're off the ship. Oh, she's like next she in says, command when or whatever. And Kane are off the ship. I'm next in line. You mm-hmm. fucking listen to me. And the robot didn't. Ash didn't. And just pushed the button because they said. And it was. It was seemed very. It, it was just like an order was taken. Even though like the uh, things were changed up and it's like it wasn't programmed to remember that properly. Ash doesn't make sense. Ash is always working for the company. Yeah, he's always That's a why spy. he let them in. Because yeah. he knows the company wants whatever's on his face. Yeah. Well, I guess because he's not in danger himself because he knows he's a robot. He's a robot. He doesn't care. He's probably going to take care of this thing. He's going to get the ship back to Earth and go, aren't I a good little robot? That's true. <laughs> Clearly, the humans are no good. Oh, he fucking hates humans. And then in the future, with like a Prometheus, which is actually in the past. I don't know what any of this means, but okay. But the movie Prometheus, it's like the spirit. It's like the prequel to all of this, like the early alien stuff. I know you liked it. That's all I know about and Prometheus. It's a very polarizing film. What do you mean? People either love it or hate it. Yep. 
people either think Ridley Scott's a fucking idiot because Ridley Scott made Alien, then he didn't have anything to do with Aliens or Alien 3 or Alien Resurrection, and then he came back and did Prometheus. Only Prometheus. And then he did. And then he didn't want to really show Alien stuff in that. He wanted it to be its own movie, but everybody was like, it's got to have Alien stuff. And so then he made the second one, Alien Covenant. So then he went back like, ah, aliens are back. Ugh, too many politics in the <laughs> alien verse. I'm out. Uh, so yeah, Ash, every time he acts weird, it's always in interest of Wayland Utani. Those fucking cunts. Mm-hmm. Goddamn android. And Ash's uh, weird speech patterns. Uh, I like it when uh, they add this little thing when they're, you know, you're he lets him in. They're going to try and cut this face hugger off, which is what you would naturally do, wouldn't you, right? Like, there's something on my friend's face. I'm going to fucking cut it off. I would think that. But they, this is also what's weird. Because it's, it's Ash who lets them in. Yeah. And it's Ash who, like, takes that tool and burns the alien to try and, or, like, the fucking talon to yeah. try and get it off. Yeah. And then it it seeps out, and you see that it's acidic, highly acidic. Yeah, it starts eating through the hull of the ship, basically. Yeah. Um, why would he do that? He doesn't know. While Ash is working for the company, he doesn't know what's in front of him. But why would he risk hurt it, hurting it, or <sighs> like that's what doesn't make sense to me? If he, if he I needs have... to get it back, why would he risk cutting a part of it off? To save a human. I agree. The only thing I can come up with is he's still got to... Because nobody on the ship knows he's a robot at this point. Even the captain. And you don't know it until everyone else does. Yeah. So you're not necessarily given signs or things. Even though, like we said, once you know, it's all very... It all makes sense. Oh, yeah. It's very obvious. (laughs) So I think he's still got to keep up the charade... That he's not a robot, so he's, he's still got to listen to his superior to a certain point. Now he's got to, in every way, try and keep this thing. Like, he's probably glad that it bursted out with acid. And he can go, oh, good. Now I I can't cut it off now, sir. Because now he's probably in But I think he's got to keep up the charade. Or else he's just going to have to kill them all. Because they have free will. If they find out, the you know, later when Ripley goes into Mother... And finds out that, you know, their lives do not matter. Whatever it takes to get whatever they found back. They're expendable. Crew expendable. That's what it says. If they would have found that out, they would have tried to take Ash out first. Or not known that he was a robot. And all gone to sleep like, we're not fucking going back. Yeah. Company's going to kill us if we don't get this thing back. Then they go to sleep and Ash kills them anyway, I guess. Or I think there'd be like a malfunction... Of Ash? He'd be like, no. 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 Must get alien Must back. get back. No. Follow rules. His head starts spinning. <laughs> so let's fast forward real quick. And the fucking face hugger finally falls off of Kane's face. Because they like, they don't freeze him. They, even uh, Yafet Koto is like, hey, why don't you freeze the motherfucker? Yeah. Which they should. By the way, they're back on the Nostromo. They fixed the thing. They've come back. They're in their main place. They're heading back. They're heading back again. 
uh, I like this scene when they come in and they're trying to figure out what the hell happened to this face hugger. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because it like stored itself up in a lighting thing. So does it actually just like crawl away and die? In other future movies, it just kind of like falls off. I would. I got the impression it just crawled away and died. Like they didn't expect to walk back in and it just fall. Well, I got all my alien jizz out. Time to go die. Yeah, I, there are. I, that's not as crazy though, because there are animals—not animals, but it's like true. insects—that they just like live to impregnate and then die. Ugh. Don't bees when they sting you? Don't they like rip the bottom of their fucking body off? Something I don't know. I don't Brutal, know. Brutal man. I'm not answering these questions because I'm going to be wrong, and people are going <laughs> to think that I'm trying to teach them things incorrectly, and I'm not. I don't care. <clears throat> so when Cain uh, wakes up. He's wearing the most goofy uniform. It's like bunching up on his balls. It's like a suspenders looking thing. It kind of almost looks like a well, we didn't talk Oompa about Loompa bib. The very beginning when the pods opened and everyone's just in tiny little underwear. Tiny little underwear. Except you never see Ripley. I noticed that. I was like, ah, I never noticed where Ripley is in the pods. And they do not show her body at all. Mm-mm. They're keeping her like in the back and you never see her stand up. It's all... It's all the dudes. Just Kane. He's the only, he's the first person to get out. Yep. First person to get out. First person to go away. Don't wake up, Kane. If he would have gotten a second, maybe Dallas would have gotten the face hugger on his face. Well, because he woke up and he seemed fine, right? He was just like tired. Tired, achy, didn't remember a lot. He didn't even seem to remember going to the planet. Which, I mean, who knows what this fucking thing's doing to your body when it's pumping you full of seminal fluid and this thing is like vaginal and penile at the same time like is that i definitely got the vaginal because when it falls and it's dead it's just like like you said they used like oysters or something like shellfish and stuff like it was like slimy and uh, yeah it but i'm saying pussy lips yeah (laughs) i'm saying slimy pussy lips. it's but that's what giger wanted that's what giger did all the time put a pussy on it <laughs> I'm saying so did Ed Gein. <laughs> <laughs> on a belt. Uh or on a board on the wall. The the penile thing, it, when it shows the x-ray when it's still on Kane's face and you can see the whole thing going down its throat. That's what I'm saying. It's penile. Oh, I guess I don't remember that. Oh yeah, you see like a huge dick looking kind of thing. You know like a like a horse's dick, how they look weird? It's going down his throat, like down into his chest. That's uh, when it's. That's what it's burying. The, the, I can't, that really, <laughs> that really fucking made me nauseous for a second. That was rough. Facehuggers will fuck with you. I think when this yeah. movie came out, it, it probably. I don't was like that horrifying. they're called. I don't like that they're called facehuggers at all. It sounds nice. They're not nice. What they, are they going to well, call it? Nineteen seventy-nine. A face fucker. Uh, yeah, a throat impregnator. That's not, that's not good. Face hugger. No. Nope. Kids got to kids got to be able to run around and go, "I'm a face hugger." I have a thing that'll fuck your throat. I'm going to fuck your throat and then die. <laughs> and I'm taking you with me, motherfucker. <laughs> Sounds like a perfect kid movie. Um, so that robot is rude and sassy. I have why, that. Why would you write that, you think? I wrote that because Ripley was asking him like why why didn't you listen to me? I was in charge. And I don't remember exactly oh, what he yeah. said, but his responses for being a robot 
were not just straightforward. Like, he had some fucking sass, that bastard. Well, the Prometheus series, there is a dis- the, the robots have a disdain for humans. So I think there's a little bit of, like, a pompousness to oh. Ash, where he's like, you're humans. You're, you're, you're going to die. I'm not. You're... Yeah, I'll I mean, tell you, I get debooted, you motherfucker. Yeah, he doesn't understand. I'll give you a virus in your anal hard drive. He only understands what he understands. Oh, do you think his butt's like a USB drive? What, where USB drives come out of it? No, like his butthole is a USB drive. So you're saying it's the opposite. It only is for entering. Yeah, it charges him. It's got a USB-C port. I don't like any of this. <laughs> So uh, they, he's back. They're happy that their friend is back. Yeah. And then like, they have like a meal. They yeah. have uh, like we went through this. It's time to fucking <laughs> eat. I think it's funny when he wakes up and he's like, what, what are we doing? And Harry Dean Stanton's like, we're getting ready to go back in the old sleep arenas or something like that. <laughs> Someone's looking forward to a nap. Oh, yeah. Harry Dean Stanton wants to go back to sleep. Wouldn't that be great if you're going on a long trip and you just zonk out and you just wake up and you're fucking there all of a sudden that'd be nice especially when you're old he yeah. looks i mean he looks much older than everyone else in the movie oh and we're gonna find out exactly how old he was a later with the game ah, ah. Uh, oh wait didn't i suggest that to you yes you did Sorry, thank you I totally forgot <laughs> so this is a scene that's you know huge in the horror world huge in the sci-fi world the classic kane Alien baby bursting out of his chest. So for me, when I've always referenced children being born, being like the scene in Alien, I don't think that it was this part that I was referring to. I feel like there's a different scene that I may have been referring to, but I don't know. Is this the only time that an alien has burst out of someone's chest? Because... In the Alien series? Yeah. No, it happens all the time. It's okay. what happens. Facehugger fucks your face, puts the thing in your chest, it bursts out of your chest, and then it kills other people. So that's canon throughout the series. That's canon. And actually, in Aliens, the goal is to not kill people, it's to grab people and bring them to the nest, to then put in front of an egg, to then be facehugged. Their whole goal is procreation. The xenomorph. Okay. That's its only goal. Okay. And in fact, in this movie, for a little bit, they were going for the, they're not being killed. In the version we watched, they are being killed. That's kind of, I didn't even make that connection, which you don't watch it, but the last season, most recent season of American Horror Story, it had a uh, <clears throat> an alien aspect, and it was a whole thing of just making people reproduce and just using the human bodies to keep trying to make like the perfect baby or whatever yeah. it was but but they would like they'd make the person go through the gestation period and then they'd birth the baby and then they'd slit its throat in front of the person because they'd be like oh it's not right jesus so, <laughs> that's pretty brutal and then the like person that. would just be re-impregnated and just constantly be used until Jeez. they could find the perfect person <laughs> <laughs> So, in this chest-bursting scene, I like, if you know what Ash's deal is, you can see Ash really eyeballing Kane. Like, he knows something is going to happen. I also agree that I I do like the scene where he's flopping around in labor, but I like 
the most is because at first it's like, oh, no, what's what's happening? And they like lay them on the table as they're eating. And the first burst of blood that just like pops out of him. (laughs) Yeah. And that makes all the chaos just kind of stop for a second. Everything everyone silent. I like that a lot. Yeah. And then it's like and then it's like chaos again and everything starts moving and he's bouncing around again. Uh, when that shot happens and it shows uh, uh, Lambert, the girl, David mm-hmm. Bowie. Uh, what's her name? Veron- Veronica. Veronica. <laughs> uh, when it shows her get hit by the blood and she's like, ah! I'm pretty sure that was a legitimate. They didn't tell anyone blood was going to shoot out. Oh. So everyone's reaction of blood shooting out is like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, okay, we got to go back to acting. So that silence might have just been like... <laughs> Like, just true shock. And true shock actors knowing it's in the scene. Go with it. Mm-hmm. Just do what you got to do instead of being like, that wasn't supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the difference between a good actor and a me? And that's an atmospheric thing. Like, that works so good. It's it's very heavy when it just cuts out. I'm mm-hmm. glad you know. I'm glad you liked that part, too, because that was a very good section. Now, when the alien comes out of his chest, looks a little goofy. Kill it. And it's like... <laughs> I don't care if your friend is the dad. Kill it. <laughs> I'm sure he would be fine if they uh, stomped it with their boot. Well, he's technically not fine immediately after that thing pops out his chest. Oh, so he doesn't have opinions anymore. He's done. Now, do you think if they caught that alien fast enough and did stomp it with their boot, it would have acid blood and it would just go through the ship? Yeah, because they had already learned like you can't fuck with it because it yeah. was just like, leave it alone. And I'll, guarantee, I'll tell you this. They do have acid blood as adults, too. They use that in the franchise a lot. I it makes sense. It's a very hard thing to fight. Like that's a really strong yeah. defense. Well, there's one scene in Resurrection where Brad Dorif is okay. a scientist, and they've captured xenomorphs. They've captured a queen, and they are breeding xenomorphs and All keeping right. them in cages, steel cages. Gotcha. And then eventually, there's three of them in one cage. The two look at one that's weaker than them. Oh, no. And start stabbing it with oh, their tails. No. Oh, my God. And then it bleeds acid, and that's how they get out. And Brad Dorf just watches like, oh, fuck. That's too <laughs> smart. I don't like that. <laughs> that's... They definitely get smart. In that very same movie, one pushes a button with its little mouth thing that comes out. Mm. So, yeah, they get a little too smart. Fuck that. <laughs> one, also th- one, one also thing. One thing I also noticed... Just like how people smoke a lot. Yeah. Parker, played by Yafet Chodo, (laughs) he loves chewing gum in this movie. Yeah, like bubble gum. Like the whole fucking time almost. He is chewing gum. You gotta have something to do when you're acting. Especially when you're getting nervous. So who's all smoking in this? We saw... He's Lambert, the woman? Yeah. He's smoking. Uh, Is Harry Dean Stanton? Is Harry... Dick Stanton? Absolutely. He was rolling them. Oh, yeah, he's rolling them. Ash is not. He's a robot. He doesn't need to. Ripley's not. Nope. Is Dallas the captain? I never see the captain smoking. I don't know. So is it just two? But they're just smoking a lot? I don't think. <laughs> I don't know that that's true. Oh, wait. I John think in Hurt. the beginning John he Hurt. was. Kane was Kane. in the beginning. Yeah, there we go. Man, wouldn't that suck being in that fucking... Small of an environment and everybody's just... Unless the ventilation is fantastic because... I'm really... Yeah. I mean, they are exporting, like, space trash. Space trash, baby. 
Space trash, I, baby. I always just want those to be actual joints, and they're not smoking cigarettes. They're just smoking reefer. Oh, then the alien would have immediately killed everyone. Well, he he starts working his way through it. You want to work, say that? I mean, that's the next thing that starts happening. It's basically just a, it's a slasher movie at this point. It is, and we we start to see people actually be picked off by this thing that burst out of Kane's chest. This xenomorph, played by what was his name? Balaji Badeo. Now, they found this guy. He was very tall and lanky. They found him in a bar in a different country. Well, it grew very quickly because it started oh, as being yeah. very small, and then they see it again, and it's bigger. It's it's growing rate is... It should have the most immense growing pains of any creature Oh, maybe that's Earth. why it's so mean, because it hurts. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> it makes total sense. Uh, like I was saying, though, you know, he starts to pick them off one by one. Harry Dean Stanton gets it first. Harry Dick Stanton gets it first. By the way, chasing Jones. I know you told me there's some Jones theories going on in this. There are that I read oh, online. I, I didn't look at them, so they're still free for you to tell me. Uh, it's mostly just that people wonder because every time that Jones shows up, someone dies from this point on. So I've read a theory that there are people who think that Jones is in cahoots with the aliens. <laughs> they have like a symbiotic relationship. Well, yeah, I've been tired of these humans too. Well, because he's also never fucked with. But I think it's because there's no way one of those things, like they know that a cat is useless to them because they cannot use their bodies. Yeah, a face hugger doesn't fit on a cat. <clears throat> it wouldn't, I don't think it would just stay inside of a cat. It should like, just it would, stay inside of a dog. I mean, dogs are usually bigger than cats. It does. In Alien 3, that's what happens. It's a dog. That's horrible. Yeah. A poor dog. It was originally supposed to be an ox. And in some cuts, it is an ox. But it's an animal. So, like, the alien itself in Alien 3 is more like dog-like features. And more like walks on all fours. It doesn't look like a dog, but it acts more like a dog. The xenomorph drink water. It doesn't seem like it needs nourishment, like a robot pretending to need nourishment. Yeah. When does that happen? Has that happened yet? That hasn't happened. The Ash robot? is still with us. Ash is still with us. Yeah. I figure we're just going to talk through the kills here really fast because it's they're not like, they're not crazy gory. You know, like. No, you don't see a lot of it. Like Brett, uh, Harry Dick Stanton, he just gets like taken up. And into you the sky. And it's in the room with all the water and yeah. the hanging rusty chains from the ceiling that make no sense. It's um, raining inside a ship. It makes sense. Yeah, it's so weird. Now, like I was saying, the original plan was this alien was not killing them. It was taking them and nesting them. Yeah. Because its natural thought is to nest for the queen. Mm-hmm. They were even going to get into egg morphing. Where, what? <clears throat> where the human was... Like, put up on the wall with, like, you know, basically its own spit that solidifies the xenomorph. And, like, nests it onto the wall. And it will eventually morph into an egg that will become a facehugger. That was the original plan. Now, that didn't happen. Instead, they just seem to be killed in this one. Now, in Aliens, they are nested and put in front of eggs to then become more xenomorphs. Rules kind of change yeah, from alien to aliens. They just took it and grew. Now, I don't remember how all these people go. Dallas, I don't remember how he goes. They're just kind of hunting this alien because they know it's a fucking problem. Uh, they're just trying to go through 
yeah i don't even know like they're hunting it so they're just like crawling through places now i know as they're going away dallas i don't remember how he went i think he just gets they know that he's close and he he just touches like doesn't he accidentally touch and he sees that like the goo is right there and he, he realizes that the xenomorph is like there yeah and actually dallas has one of my favorite scenes when the xenomorph does like the ah, when it's all of a sudden the light shines on it and it's doing like jazz hands <laughs> at the screen classic fucking that's scene. when tom skirt dick dies now uh the xenomorph i don't know if you, you can't see it in the movie but the original design there, you can see a human skull in the front of its orb oh that's weird because it's bread of a human but so it's, it's not human like. It's not human like, but like the front of its long fucking head, you can see a human skull. Like that's well, the that's base weird. of its head. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But they kind of abandoned that later on and just make it an all black head and just kind of say fuck that shit. So don't uh, Yafet Chodo and Veronica Cartwright don't they die around the same time, same like kind of together in Lambert, the same area? That's why I said Lambert is like the most scared one because mm-hmm. she. All she had to do, Yafet Koto's like, got the thing to like stun it. Mm-hmm. He's right there. He's like, get out of the way. The big like taser thing. Get out of the way. She just freezes out of fear, which it would be fucking scary, that thing coming at you. Played by, I didn't get into this, Balaji Badejo. They found this dude at a bar, I'm pretty sure. He was just a giant, tall, wanky dude in a bar. Wow. From another country. It's the only film he ever did. He died uh, much too young. I'm not going to get into that because he's part of the, okay. the age game. That's sad. But it's the only film he ever did. Scarily lanky guy. You can watch these videos of him like practicing to be the xenomorph. Oh, wow. And he's got the suit on. He's just like super lanky. And like no one has ever played the alien quite as good as this guy hmm. since. And then they just kind of become animals in the future. But yeah. this just seems like a graceful, almost ballerina type movement sometimes. It almost gives more of the human connection in the first one. Yes. I, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good way of saying it. Now when Yafet Chodo, when he gets fucking... Does he get like a that tongue thing? Is it just like punching his head? I don't know if that was through his head, but I didn't know if that was like through his chest or something. I don't or know. So. I don't remember. Yeah, that would fucking hurt. That thing is like... That thick, at least, just punching through your body. He he definitely seemed like he was the only one who we actually saw get like hurt. Uh, they cut out scenes of Lambert basically getting assaulted, from what I think I remember reading. Because if you watch that tail, starts going up between the legs. Oh God! So I think they cut out some stuff. Just yeah, it just killed her. But I think for a second there, it was going to get a little Risque. unneedlessly. Yeah, you know, it's seventies and eighties. Yeah, yeah, unneedlessly. It's like, it, that's, is that what the characters got to do for some reason? The alien's into fucking things? Well, it's not because that's not how it does business. So why no. would it even care if it's a human? It wouldn't care what what sort of genitalia the human has. No, because all it wants to do is get in front of a goddamn face hugger to make a, a brother. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, now, Ripley and Ash, there's a very interesting scene because shit's going down and she's asking him questions and she's figured out that like, Mother and the company, Whalen Utani, does not give a fuck. And she wants some goddamn answers. And he can't give them to him, to her. And she gets mad. Yeah. And it's a weird scene because her nose starts bleeding. Uh-huh. And did you notice him the, on your first watch? Did you notice the white stuff yes. coming out of his forehead? Yeah. he. It, so he does eat, which is weird. 
And it seems yeah. to turn into semen type sweat. <laughs> it's like milk. It was it was very milky and thick and odd. Now, I noticed that the very first time. What were you thinking the very first time? Because I knew Ash was a robot the first time I saw this. I <clears throat> at first was like, okay, I don't think that's sweat because it looks too creamy. Yeah. I didn't really know what was happening, but it definitely felt like there was something up with him when that happened. And he's starting to act weird too. He's doing like <clears throat> Weird, like, uh, uh, uh. well, yeah, he starts just like spinning around the room because he's well, first he fucking kicks Ripley's ass <laughs> and tries to kill her with a nudie magazine when he rolls it up and tries to shove, shove it in her down mouth. Her throat. That's very weird, but <laughs> yeah, he's just throwing her around like she's a rag doll. And then, fucking, uh, well, this is before Yafet Koto got killed, but Yafet Koto hits him with the uh. Fire extinguisher. And knocks his block right <laughs> off. Fucking knocks his whole head off. I love that scene because all of a sudden you hear it going like. And it's just hanging mm-hmm. on the back by like one white wire, like white tube with milk going everywhere. Now, this is cool because in all the future movies, all the androids, because robots just keep coming back. It's like a it's a motif in these fucking well, movies. I want to talk for a second about what happens to the robot food because the robot probably isn't pooping. No. So is there like something acidic in a chamber inside of the robot so when it has to eat and drink to seem human-like that that just dissolves it inside of it so it doesn't have waste to have to get rid of? Maybe. I don't know what the waste is. I think it's definitely eating food for fuel. Oh, you do. Like you know how in Back to the Future... Part at the end of one, he's got like a Mister Fusion, and he can just put like trash in it mm-hmm. to get the energy. I think that's what's going on. I think they have figured out a source of fu. They have figured out fusion because man does not, we cannot achieve fusion currently. And if we could, it would be an immense leap in energy. Not unless there's there's, there's a con in front of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we've achieved a lot of confusion. But I think that's what's going on when he's eating food. I think it is an energy source. But, but, is there a waste? I don't know if there's waste in fusion. That might be the good thing about fusion. But if there is waste... I I I assume that the DeLorean had an exhaust. I think he's got a tray that's in his butt next to the USB port. Uh, So he still goes into like a bathroom thing and just empties. dumps, Dumps it in the trash and everybody's like... No, there's always this like weird gray stuff in the trash, and we don't know what it is. Well, I would hope it would be in the trash. <laughs> I would think he'd flush it to wherever the humans flush their shoot things. Shoot it into space? You think all the humans are just shooting their shit <clears throat> and piss into space? I don't know, but I know that Ash essentially looks like he dies being baptized in his own cum. Oh, my God. Which is interesting. Be- sounds like a fucking Cannibal Corpse song. <laughs> well, it's actually a line from a uh, Rufus Wainwright song. Oh, yeah. I, I knew it sounded a little bit familiar. <laughs> no, I won't be the one baptized in cum. <laughs> I'll be. Come on. <clears throat> Do it. Ugh. So then, yeah, then other people die. And uh, so like by the end of it, it's just Ripley. It's just Ripley. Uh, Ripley and um, Jones. Jones, because Jones did jump out and scare people a couple times and then people died. Now, I love this whole aspect because Ripley will not leave Jones. Like she hears him meowing and goes, fuck, I got to get Jones. Now, while she's willing to go find Jones and save him, while she's got him in the box. Oh, yeah, she puts him in like a space cat carrier. Yeah. <laughs> 
It is a space cat carrier. It's very weird. It's weird looking. Yeah, she just but bangs she just it and throws it around. Oh and my! Like puts it upside God. down at points. That poor cat. Now, of course, on set, there's no cat in there. I don't think. I would hope not. <laughs> But, but that she, poor cat. So she does actually also get scared at one point because of the xenomorph, right? And yeah, then, because she's going to blow up the ship. She's pretty much come to the point of, I don't know where this fucking thing is. It's killing everybody. I'm going to blow up the ship, and we're going to get away on this escape hatch. Or this escape pod, mm-hmm. which is called... No, it's not the Sulaco. The Sulaco is from part two. Sorry. Uh, but as she goes... And I love when she's doing the all the rigmarole to put the... For the self-destruct. self-destruct. Just like pull levers out and then pull tubes out and put key things in. Mm-hmm. I love all that shit because somebody probably had a blast designing and making all that stuff to slide out. Yeah. And especially if Giger's over your shoulder like, do this instead. <laughs> I'm going to do weirdo fucking shit. Make a skull with a train on it. Use the screwdriver. <laughs> I couldn't do it because I have a fucking shit in my mouth. I don't want to do it because I'm afraid I'm just going to steal Matt Gorley's impression. <laughs> do it. It's funny, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, wouldn't that be terrifying, though? You're like, got your cat. You think you're doing it. You've, you're on self-destruct. you got like five minutes. No, ten minutes. And then once it gets to the five-minute mark, you cannot stop Mm -hmm. the self-destruct. You have five minutes to stop it, and then five minutes more, and it's going to blow up. Mm -hmm. You think, oh, it's cool, and you turn that corner, and all of a sudden that fucking thing is standing there. That thing is like eight feet tall. Mm -hmm. Tubes coming off the back of it. A fucking thing that punches holes in your chest coming out of its mouth. And she dropped Jonesy. She was spooked and dropped Jonesy. I know. Do you think it was a little bit of a, well, here's a little bit of bait. Like a, because there's a scene where they well they look at each other yeah and Jones did, is like Burr. but nothing really happens that's why some people think that also with the the theory is just that Jones is helping is helping because or they are one and one because they are animal like an understanding of like why he doesn't actually or the alien doesn't actually fuck with yeah. Jones, but I don't know that that's true. Now, I'm going to negate all that because there is a cutscene of when that alien looks down at Jones mm-hmm. in the cage in its cat, cat carrier. Yeah. It hits it and like pushes it out of the way. But I also, I, but it knows that it's useless. Oh, to it definitely it. knows it's useless. What's it going to do to that thing? Yeah, so it has no interest in it. So that's, that was my <laughs> interpretation. I didn't think that it was that. Jonesy was working with the no. aliens. I, I, I th- your interpretation is perfect. It just knows it's pointless. Yeah, it just I, I have no use for you. You mean nothing because the cat, the cat was only there to just be there as a pet for the people. If anything, let's keep the cat around to get people here. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> hey, a cat! <laughs> uh, well, now, people think that cat, that he was like luring people, some people into those situations. Um. I want to say this. Now, I said that there's a dog that gets face-hugged in Alien 3. I'm wondering if a face-hugger would try to hug on anything, and it's the xenomorph that goes, this is worthless. But if a face-hugger got out, I wonder if it would try on anything, and then it's like, fail, and be like, yeah, fuck this. I'm going to try something else. Run, 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 run. Run, run, Rudolph. Face-fucker's coming to <laughs> fuck your face. So she goes, oh, fuck, I got to stop this shit from blowing up because... Oh, I can't get to that escape pod right now because that alien's standing right there. And I love this scene because she's trying to, like, shut everything down again and get away with not blowing up the ship. And she's trying to shove those uh, 
bars that came in like in faster. Like, yeah. God damn it. Go faster. Go faster. I only have so many seconds. She fails. Ship's going to blow up. Sorry, Ripley. So now she's got to take her chances. No more xenomorph and she gets that on. Gets on the escape pod. Well, she goes back and gets Jones. Yeah, well, Jones is on the way to the escape pod. So Jones is there. She gets on the ship. She feels all is good. She gets away. Ship blows up. Now, when the ship blows up, the Nostromo, and she's out in her shuttle, Uh nice and safe. It's some of the most 70s and early 80s effects effects that kind of kill this movie for a minute. When it's like big bright colors and it's like mm-hmm. and I kind of like the scenes where it shows Ripley and it's like strobes and she's just like just like on her face but it's like going that, on like that pressure too long oh yeah yeah because she's feeling the yeah of it getting hit but just the, the way it just the lights just look bad it looked like somebody actually drew them in like it was colored in back in the very day. weird very strange but of course, Ripley's not safe. God, no. No, she decides, I've had a rough time. I'm going to get almost naked. Oh, yeah, I guess I should talk about that. Uh, there are so many shitheads on the alien group that I'm in that constantly post that picture of her leaning over and talk about how Sigourney Weaver has no ass and how her ass is so ugly and that That's her body so just looks like a boy. And it's what? like... <laughs> She's not supposed to be a voluptuous woman. I think and she's I, supposed to be like... She looks fine to me! Well, no, I think she looks fine, <laughs> but i that's not her character. Like, she's supposed to be like a tough chick. Uh, not even that, really. And, she's just supposed to be some like... She said in an interview, people always write Ripley wrong after the first one. They think I'm a tough, badass chick. I'm really just an aloof person who got put into a situation. I was a really. trucker. I'm not... You write me as like, oh, I've got guns and stuff, when really I'm just like, oh, I'm just trying oh, to yeah. survive. I, I mean, I just, I guess I thought of her and the other lady character oh. about how they're not super girly. Yeah. They're not super girly. And because they work with guys. Protocol. They do something that's a little more like like a dude's thing. So yeah. they're kind of more like tomboyish. Yeah, agreed. So like, like they're not trying to be like pretty chicks they're no. chicks with short hair yeah. working with dudes yeah. efficiency <laughs> yeah yeah so i just i think that's fucking awful because it's not like she was supposed yeah. to be specific yeah. eye candy well most of the time corny weaver is pretty like i don't what are you talking yeah. about and most of the time people call those assholes out and are like you're fu- why are you even posting this why is this <laughs> why is this happening that's not the right focus for this group yeah. we're here to be to fans celebrate. god damn it <laughs> yeah. now i love this scene because you know Ripley, Ripley, Ridley Scott, not Ripley Scott, Ridley Scott. Believe it or not. <laughs> it's like you're busy looking at Ripley, whether you're a female or a male, you're busy looking at Ripley in her underwear. Well, it's it's such tiny underwear. It's and you're like, this doesn't make sense. So there's just a whole confusion that, yeah, it. no matter what your reasoning is, you're looking you're at looking Sigourney, at Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. And don't realize that the alien is in this ship with her. And its top of its head is in the shot with her the entire time. And it's just like curled up. It's See, I I understand that you said that and I knew where it was supposed to be. But it just looks like part of the ship because it's a shiny like head that just looks like part of a wall or like yeah. part of like stuff that's just been put in somewhere. Uh-huh. Like it just doesn't look. That's the point. It doesn't Have stand you- out. 
you probably haven't noticed because you don't look at pictures of the xenomorph like I do, especially from the original. Oh, there, like teen fucking tiger beat. There are parts. Oh, of look at the xenomorph. He's so beautiful, but yes. I hang it on my wall. The xenomorph has like biometric, biomechanical parts to it. Like there's sections where it looks like tubes coming out. So like he a predator. Does, Kind of, but the Predator is actually a uniform. The Xenomorph is sometimes looks part machine. And they think that in the future, like, it somehow did breed with machine. Maybe a robot. Maybe it somehow figured out how to face hug a robot. Blah, blah, blah. But if you look, it's got, like, tubes in its neck. It's They're not, like, veins. They're tubes. So it does look mechanical. It's mm-hmm. on purpose. It's It's blending into its mechanical environment on purpose. Now, wouldn't that be fucking terrifying? You just, the whole time, you, you're trying to run away from this thing, and you're like, finally, it's all over. And well, yeah, she's, Jesus Christ! She's nearly <laughs> nude. She's stripped out of everything. Uh, do you think it's hurt at this point, or like sick, or something? Because it's like not really doing it anything. It looks like it somehow got hurt, and I don't understand how it got hurt, unless it was just in an altercation, because... It's, it's like arm or whatever that it kind of pulled up. It looked like all wet. Yeah, well, they were always like secreting slime. and then. But it, it looked in a way like it was a hurt, like... Well, it couldn't be bleeding or else acid would be there. Not bleeding, but just like damaged or like, yeah. like broken or something. Oh, almost like pus. Like it's, it's version of pus. I'm not sure. Yeah, and it acts weird. Like with everyone else... Actually, you know what? You kind of make an argument sometimes that it's only reacting to people coming for it. I don't believe that. I think you can make that case. Uh, But let's just get to the end here. Uh, Ripley goes, oh, fuck. (laughs) There's an alien on here. She put Jones in the little... Because there's a sleep chamber on this little ship. So luckily, Jones has already been put in the sleep chamber and sealed and nice. Jones is good to go. We don't have to worry about Jones anymore. Even if Alien and Sigourney Weaver die, Jones is alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, I think this whole scene is very Halloween. She goes in her space closet while she's seeing the bad man getting ready to come for her. She's it's a very claustrophobic feel yeah. during all this. When she she's like, like slips away. And they're like, intensify her breathing so you can really hear it. And she's putting on that space suit. Um, a lot, and of, then she sits down and like straps herself in. Too. And all you can hear is breathing a lot. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> it's all just like very nervous, and I think it's supposed to raise your heart rate, it does. rate and make you breathe the same when you're. It's atmosphere, it. man. It's what movies a lot of times are missing. It's atmosphere. I think that's why this whole movie's been dark the whole time. It's atmosphere. It wants you to feel in it's the space. dark. It's a lack yeah. of atmosphere. Now, a lot of alien movies have this scene. Opening up an airlock to space to shoot the alien out into space. Mm-hmm. This has happened in probably four of them. But did it start with us? Are you talking about alien movies or just movies? The alien franchise. In- it oh, seems okay. to be like the only way to get this alien out of here and kill it is to just either eject, it. <laughs> either eject it and not kill it, but just get it away or eject it. And on this one, like when it ejects this alien out and she like, Straps herself to that chair and she opens up the pod and like right before she does it, she sees the alien right above her shoulder and it's like, yeah, (laughs) when it flies out and it hits the ship like off that, it's like on a tether. It looks so goddamn goofy. I don't know how they filmed all this. It almost looks like it's in water. 
I don't know how they did it. Huh. It's very strange looking. That. Unless they're just on a bunch of cables. But I laugh every time. You probably heard me laugh mm-hmm. both times when an alien hits the ship. And then gets blasted with those fucking rocket thrusters, which would be very, very warm on your body. Do you think that the that the xenomorphs can breathe in space? Or do they need like... Yes, I know they can. So it didn't necessarily kill it. It's just no, floating in space. That's kind of why I said that. It could just be floating in space. And there might even be other stories in the like expanded universe where... Well, the, a space taxi comes by and picks it up? <laughs> or that one just like, landed on a planet and xenomorphed it up. Now there are books and stuff where they go back to LV-426 and blah, 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 blah. But that's basically the end of the movie. Ripley gets back into that thing with Jones. Now imagine that. A nice space sleep. With a cat. With a cat. I love sleeping with yeah. cats. I do it all the time. And that's the end. And it's that's a nice, the end of happy the movie. ending for Ripley. I mean, she's the only surviving member of the Nostromo. Uh-huh. But at least she did it. Now, would you like to play a game or would you like to do the other thing first? Uh, I think that we should just play the game. All right, let's play this game. I have no title for it. It's just guess that age. What about sustain? Sustain. Guess that age. Age. Love it. I'm going to use that from now on. Okay, this is the game where I have written down all the main people of this movie. And you're going to guess what age they were at filming. Now, this movie was filmed between July 5th and October 21st, 1978. Oh, wow. That was a short filming time. For such a lot of effects, too. Okay, so... Between July 5th and October 21st, 1978, Michelle, how old do you think Sigourney Weaver was during the filming of Aliens? Sigourney Weaver. Okay, so I would put her in her 60s or near 70 at this point. Okay. Interesting interesting way to play the game. I would think I would think that she'd be like in her late 20s maybe. Do I have to come with an actual age? I would like a real number. Fuck off. Um, Fuck off. I'm going to say 29. Bingo, Michelle. Sigourney Weaver was born October 8th, 1949. She actually turned 29 while filming. Holy shit. So I would have accepted 28 or 29. So know that if they have changed during filming, I'll accept either age. Wink, huh. wink. It happens more than once. Huh. So good job. I can't uh, believe I guessed that. I'm gonna give you, you got a point. God damn. I didn't even <laughs> think about point system, but good job. Not who are you going against? <laughs> All right, let's move on to Jason Harry Dick Stanton. Okay, mm, how old do you think Harry Dick Stanton was while filming Alien in 1978? I think he was. I'm gonna say like 41. 41, Michelle, you are fucking 10 years off. Harry Dean Stanton was 51. He was already in his 50s. He was already in his 50s. I knew he lived to be very old because yeah, he, he was like 86, I think, when he died. Yeah, and I watched him in Big Love. Oh, he was in Big Love? He was in Big Love. He was like the main, uh, like polygamist, like old oh, guy. Okay. Like really kept the faith. Yeah, he was <laughs> awful. Uh, but I think I remembered him being like decrepit and like in his 80s then. Yeah. So I guess if I did my math better. Yeah. Okay. 50s right. makes more sense. He was born July 14th, 1926. He turned 52 on the set. Wow. Another one. Boom. Okay. Yafet Choto. How old was Yafet Choto? It's Choto. One of my favorite characters in this movie, by the way. Not my favorite. 
but one of my favorite. I shouldn't he have said that. He died like th- this year. This or oh, yes, fuck. he he died very recently. We're recording this on uh, New Year's Day, so it was actually last year. He died in 2021. Yes. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna guess Yafet Koto was 34. 34, very close. Four years off. He was 38. Oh, okay. All right, John Hurt. Played Kane. Okay. Facehugger himself. Looks kind of old even when he was young, I think. I think he looks older, but I don't think he looks Harry Dean Stanton old. No. So I'm going to guess for him, I'm going to say, I'll say 45. 45? Oh, sorry, John Hurt. He was only 38 when he... Uh, Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. Same age as Yafet Koto. Born wow. January 22nd, 1940. Well, black don't crack. All right. And white do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ian Holm played Ash, the robot. Okay, he looked older than everybody. He looked older, okay. And uh, you'll also know him from Lord of the Rings. No, I don't. But I'm talking to other oh, people. Oh, okay. <laughs> he played uh, Frodo, I believe. Uh, isn't Frodo? No, Frodo's Elijah Frodo Wood. Elijah <laughs> he played the guy that Frodo liked. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, fuck. Okay, so. Ian Holm. I, I'm assuming he was a little bit older. I could be wrong, though. I remember John Hurt, 38. Harry Dean Stanton, 51. So what are you thinking? Uh, uh, I think... I think he was, like, fucking 53. Wow, you're putting him over Harry Dean Stanton, huh? I, I don't know. Okay, well, hate to break it to you. Ian Holm was 46 and turned 47 during filming. Wow. Born September 12th, 1931. I don't know that date. Yeah, you do. It's our wedding anniversary. December 12th? September 12th. Oh, I was like, that doesn't sound right. No, December 12th is your birthday. I'm pretty sure that's Paul F. Tompkins' birthday. Okay, cool. PFT, baby. All right, now, Veronica Cartwright. How old was Veronica? I'm just throwing something against the wall. I have no fucking idea. Now she's I'm not saying 36. Too much. 36. Jesus. 29 years old. Veronica was. Oh, she was the same age as Sigourney. Yeah, same age as Sigourney. I thought she looked. She's a little older than Sigourney, but just by some months. She was born April 20th, 1949. Yeah, I also just kind of wanted to get the game over with. Well, you we got three more. Tom Scarrett. How old's Tom Scarrett? Kidding? Oh, my God. Well, he was in Poison Ivy. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. The movie where Drew Barrymore is friends with, was it Alyssa Milano? No idea what you're talking about. I can't remember. And then her, yeah, and she, like, seduced her dad, who was played by Tom Skerritt. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And so how old was Tom Skerritt at the time? Eh, I'm not good at this. I'm just going to say 36 again. 44 turned 45. Looked pretty good for 44. Yeah, I don't think he looked as old as he was. Born in 1933. Wow. Okay, two more. Balaji Badeo. This feels like a fucking two more. The man. (laughs) This is fun. The man who wore the xenomorph suit. I know you don't have any gauge, but he was a young man. I assume he was 24. Bingo, you got a point. Bingo. He turned 25 on the set. He just he died. He was born in 1953. He died in 1992 oh, from wow. sickle cell anemia, I believe. Oh, uh, I knew he was black. Was That's like a black uh, 
disease. I'm not being racist. Sounded like I it. saw that picture. Felt like it. <laughs> no, I saw that picture and I sickle sale. Who who did that in uh Oh, wasn't that fucking halfway home? Maybe. He was like, sickle cell. I thought he said sleeper cell. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) One more. I swear I'm not being racist. Last one. How old was H.R. Giger while this movie was being filmed? These what I cared less about this game than any other game. (laughs) H.R. Giger. 56. Wow. No, 38. A. Dark Eager was 38, born in 1940. I thought he was old as hell. Fucking mm-hmm. old as hell. He, only, he died like maybe six years ago when he was like 60-something. Well, we're done with that. Boom. I know Game I is done. Very poorly. You got two right. <laughs> and pretty I got, good for getting an exact age. I got like nine wrong. Yeah, but exact age. Pretty good. All right, so we're finished with that, and uh, we don't have as many to go over as we would if we were reviewing a movie, but we do have some questions to go over, so it's time to go over some questions. Ask me a question and I might answer you. Ask me a question and I'll know that it's true when I answer. We'll have a good time and we'll get to the bottom of what we're thinking. All right, so Sam, why this? Why'd you pick this, Sam? Um, because we were having the Jimmy episode, and during the break, I was like, we were talking about stuff, and I was like, yeah, I think I'll choose that movie, which I'm not going to say what that movie was. Mm-hmm. And then we started talking about Xenomorphs during Jimmy's episode, and I went, ooh. <laughs> and I decided to do Alien instead. He going to do that. Alien! <laughs> So, what do you think I thought when you gave me Alien? God damn it, I wish you would have chosen the other one. I didn't know the difference. I thought that Bill Paxton was going to be in this. No, I meant what I was going to choose originally that you knew. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I actually have more of a history with that. And that was more of, like, this is before your time, too. But it's just in... It's in my world. It's in your I world because there's no... It's not like a... There's no, like, humor, really. It's not... It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful art. It's a beautiful art. <laughs> um, we watched it twice. Now we my oh my judgment prior to actually watching it was uh, I wasn't excited, but I wasn't necessarily bummed. It was. It's not like you gave me a fucking uh, metal album. Just kidding. Yeah, it's kind of like one. <laughs> A visual metal album, right? Kind of, probably, <laughs> but not nearly as abrasive. Um, I, I don't think I, I wasn't bummed about it. I wasn't necessarily looking forward to it, though, because like you said, I was. You were expecting something else. I was expecting something else and I was excited for the other thing. So least favorite character. Want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. My least favorite character is Veronica Cartwright Lambert. She's just extraneous. She does nothing. Uh, everyone else has something I at least enjoy about it, even like Ian Holm. He's he's so weird when he's doing all that robot shit. It's fun to watch when he's like spinning around, spitting milk out of his mouth. Yeah. Good stuff. So she, I don't hate her. She's just the last person I think of. I can never remember her name. She's just, she's not Yafat Koto. She's not Harry Dean Stanton. And she's not Ripley. Okay. And she's not a xenomorph. God damn it. She definitely is not. My least favorite character. I, I, I haven't had any disdain for anyone quite as much as I have. That sassy side-eye given, facial lactating, cream-sweating, rude robot Ash. 
loved it. Loved it. <laughs> Fuck Ash, that. huh? Yeah, the robot. He's a fucking asshole. He is. Oh yeah, he's a prick. And he he he, he won against uh, Ripley's wishes when she was in charge, and it it changed the course of everything. It's funny you chose as like a viewer, a viewer in the storyline. I chose uh-huh. as like what would be the most fun acting role? Oh, that was really weird and interesting stuff that Ash was doing. So he's not my least favorite. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> so who's your most favorite character? Uh, I think I know who it is. You want to take a guess? Yeah. Go for it. I think you like Ripley. I think you like her in that tiny little panties. Do we not get to choose my real favorite character? No, I was kidding. What are you talking about? I wasn't just deciding for you. No. Is that what you think I was going to say? Yeah. No? Am I not allowed to choose Jones? I didn't say you couldn't do anything. Why are you being so defensive? Because I thought you would have said Jones. Look, Jones is the only character to choose that's the best in this. Jones. Jones is my favorite character. I didn't. I just did not think that you would care about Jones so much. Jones is the shit, man. I want a cat on the space crew with me. All the other people, like, they're all good. But whenever I see Jones on screen, that's when I get most excited. It's when I see Jones. Like, his beautiful face when he was watching Harry Dean Stanton get pulled up and uh, killed. Yeah, like first or, off. or when they're eating in that first scene when they all woke up and uh, he's in the back eating on a table too. I'm like, yeah, there's Jones. Just eating in a space. Yeah. On, on the, like a, like there's a chair and yeah. no one's sitting there. It's, it's just his Jones. Face. It's Jones' chair. Jones' spot. So my most favorite character, who do you think mine is, Sam? Uh, if Jones? It's Jones. Yeah. The alien won't fuck with him. And he survives being thrown around by that bitch Ripley. Yeah, she's the worst person in the whole group. No, she's Throwing the not. cat around like that. Oh, yeah. I, she's in survival mode, and she knows he's a cat. He's Cats have nine lives. It's going to take true. a little bit of tossling. So she could take three of them? Three of what? Lives? Said he had nine. Oh, no. I don't like that idea. I'm just saying... <laughs> I was just saying things. I don't believe any of it. So yeah, Jones for sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you sustained. <laughs> you can try to hear what you're talking and stroking my cats. There's nothing that I would like more if I were locked up in space. If I could have a cat to get through the mission, I think that would make. Oh, I've said it so many times. I think having a morale pet at like work. It's a good thing. It's a really nice thing. For sure. So uh, I'm all for Jones the cat. Woo! And then uh, so from that point on, um, would I watch this again? No. Wouldn't expect you to. There's no reason to. It's not your style. I mean, there's a cute cat and the acting's not necessarily bad. I just hate that sassy robot and Bill Paxton's not in it. And that's a problem. <laughs> I hate that sassy robot. <laughs> but then our, I got is sassy that our, is immediately that our first shirt. <laughs> I hate that sassy robot. <laughs> I think I could actually make that. You could. Get a template of Ash's face. I promise you. I hate that sassy robot. <laughs> I don't know that anyone would wear it. No one take it. I would wear it. It might sell just as an alien shirt. And I will get sued by Disney. Because ah, they that. own it. <laughs> fuck Disney. You heard me. Would you recommend this movie? Sam. Yes, I would recommend this movie because I think this movie is good in a lot of ways. Cinematically, lighting, it's all my favorite lighting styles. It's all like 70s, 
Dark. Dark. Uh, it's it. It is Halloween in space. It is Halloween. So I would recommend it to anyone. It's the only movie in the entire Alien franchise that I would recommend to anyone. Oh, not now, even... if I knew you're a fucking nerd, and you you're like, I loved breath. Alien. I need more. And then I'd would recommend it. Would it be Prometheus? Others. No, not if you want more xenomorphs. It'd be Aliens. Mm. Mm. It almost go in order. <laughs> I hear Aliens is pretty good. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. Oh, man. Heartbroken, Michelle. Heartbroken. <laughs> okay, so... Um, rating this 0 to 10 all over the rock and roll cats for a Xenomorph movie. Sam. I know my rating. That's why you're going first. My rating's a fucking nine and a half. Ooh. This movie's almost perfect to me. The only parts that aren't perfect is the animation of the explosion. I know it's... Maybe mm. the best they could yeah, do at the didn't. time. And the, the didn't bother me until this watch, but the Christmas lights under the goddamn spaceship. Oh, it was terrible. I don't know why everything had so much beautiful detail to it, except for the Christmas lights underneath the spaceship. It was very weird. Well, considering that I had a lot of problems with this fucking movie. <laughs> I say you're just like a five. I didn't really have a lot of problems with it. It just wasn't for me. I didn't think that it was necessarily too slow. I thought the pace was... Perfect for what it is. Um, it's just not necessarily my type of movie. I think a five is fair because I didn't dislike it. But it's not for you. It's just not for me. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, I wasn't necessarily miserable. Do you recognize it as a good sci-fi horror movie? Well shot. Atmosphere. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, it looks terrible. It's no, so it doesn't. Dark. It looks fucking beautiful. It's so dark. Dark is good. Atmosphere. And there's all that weird f- fucking water that, I, that doesn't make okay, any sense. Yeah, that part doesn't make any sense, but darkness is good. That's scary. I believe in a thing called the... Just All right, so Sam, last thing we need to do here, aside from moving along, uh, describe this movie in one word. Claustrophobic. That's a good one. Might have been my best one word one yet. I'm going to say rar. Why? Because of a cat? Because there's a cat that is um, forced to be in stressful situations because someone brought a fucking dog. Yeah. So um, that and then, you know, the alien pops out of the chest and goes rar. And uh, I and think the, the goddamn sassy robot and that sassy robot, <laughs> it's spinning around going roar. <laughs> I hate that sassy robot. <laughs> I fucking hate that sassy <laughs> robot. I totally do. So now we are finished with this. We are. And what is next is something that you already know about because we still cannot seem to um, get any. Uh, Banked episodes. Any cushion, because we're just like, meh, all the time. But whatever. I don't even care. It's not like we're we're not skipping weeks. We're doing it every week. We're just not. We don't have anything banked. We don't have anything banked. Until tomorrow, unless it falls through tomorrow. I don't think it should. I think we should no, push through. No, let's do it tomorrow. We'll be fine. So uh, what we're going to be reviewing and what we're recording tomorrow, but what you're going to be getting next week is the album Ballin' Jack by the band. Ballin' Jack. Bam. I assume nobody knows what the fuck that is, <laughs> but uh, I'm f- I was familiar with one song, and that's what I chose it off of, and uh, I think it's going to be a good time. So everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. And that, I'm going to say it. That one song that I know, or did know, 
Because I have listened to it. Mm-hmm. It's a goddamn jammer. It sure is. Fuck yeah. All right. So is that it? Are we done? That's it. We're finished. We're done. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Sorry, YouTube videos haven't been quite coming out. I get discouraged on them because they don't look as good as I want well, them to. and again, since they're getting like six views max... I think that no one's really that disappointed that they're not getting videos. Besides those six people. <laughs> Most of them aren't even liking the videos, so that means that they don't like it. If you don't like it on the internet, that means you don't really like it. Uh, no. I'm kidding. Please don't, please don't feel bad. Yeah, I'm totally don't. joking. And if you are watching them, thank you very much. Yeah, and if you've been listening it. all this time, seriously, thank you very much. Yeah, you're much. the best. We don't deserve you. And you've probably been on this podcast. All right, thank you. Bye, Tom. Bye, Bye Marie. Bye, Travis. Bye, Daddy. Bye, Zach.